Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the Pretty Gay Sick Podcast. My name is Dean Lynn. And I'm Patrick Hogue. Okay, well, usually you're not supposed to say that, first of all. You do that, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know how the format um, of this works. No, this is the... Yeah, this is Pat. Do you, do people call you Pat or Patrick? I I think I prefer Pat. My entire life, I've uh, kind of just told people whatever they want. But becoming an adult and being an independent person, I've like every time someone said Pat, I'm like, oh, that's more me than like just Patrick. So Pat is the is the one I think I prefer more. Oh my god, I wish my name was Patrick sometimes. No. Yeah, because in no. an unknown number, they're gonna be like, "Is this X Y Z?" And be like, "No, no this is Patrick." Patrick. <laughs> it's and it's weird because like you know when you hear your name in something like a movie and you're like, "That's me." It's never been that way for SpongeBob because it's always been so normal and such like a childhood thing. Except that. Hello, is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. And like that's been my entire life. And like. Oh really? It's the one joke. I'm like, ha ha ha! Real clever way to way to break new ground. Um. But for the longest time, I wanted to be called MacGyver. Oh my god, what? Bruh. I was like a big fan. I just wanted my name to be... I don't even know. My name is like, honestly... Dean like, Lynn? I don't no, know. That's okay, gotta... the thing is that like my name... Okay, my name is very short that like, it was kind of great for me because usually people would um, complain on like all those like te- like specialized exams. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my name wasn't fit. And I'm like, well, mine is It's just easily. In, in the first name section, I can put my whole name. Yeah. Yeah, but it also never saved me any time. No, like, you know how people were like, oh my god, I probably saved you some time. I was like, okay, bubbling in, like, three more well, letters. And it's like, when you're that young, like, what you compare with other people is so weird of, like, well, my name's longer. Well, my name's more interesting. Or, like, well, look what I got my fucking lunch today. And you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. allowed to swear. Yeah. Okay. Girl, first of all, he has not listened to the other episodes. This is, I, I, I've, my head has been in a hole just, like, working and figuring okay, out. So content is... Is non existent. Um, are you gonna do that? I'm, I'm gonna sip my chai, but I won't do it the oh entire time. Wait, what if you. Just kidding, I'm just scared he's gonna spill that. Trust me. these nice white, white sheets. Um, okay, so how did we meet? I wanted to ask you, how did we meet? Because um, I have horrible memory. Uh, are, are we allowed to say what job? It's I mean, well, yeah, when, well, I just, like well, I tell people that I meet at like carpool. Okay, yeah, and carpool karaoke. Like, I freelanced one day as one of the talent APs for one of the episodes, and I remember distinctly the episode we met on, which was, uh, involved us being in a parking lot all day, and me in, like, a button-up just standing in the sun, and you making a comment of, like... Wait, no, that was the other episode. I feel like that was the first one. Or, if anything, though, we met the before that one, but that's the one we actually started talking. I don't know what we talked about. I don't know, like, what broke the ice, but then, like... Over the next couple episodes, like, I would see you in the office, and I would, like, come in, your desk would be over there, and I'd always walk in. It's just one of those things of, like, when you meet a new person that you become friends with, you're, like, it's hard to track the exact moment when you became not just, like, people who knew each other but friends, but, like... Mm My face know, so in this, cool. I'm gonna have so many, like, y'all better not make memes of my face, because I'm literally, like, looking out, I'm like, hmm, I don't get it. I, I just, because I literally don't remember, like, a lot of, like, okay, because, like, when I become friends with people, I focus on, like, the, pre- like, I try to be present and stuff, so I'm like, mm-hmm. the past, I'm like, whatever. Um, no, but that's, like, good. I should, like, start writing down how I meet people, and, like, if I could That's, remember. yeah, and, like, I, I usually um, try to keep a journal every night that I never go back and read, but there's probably somewhere in there, there where there's a, a Dean Lynn Aww. first... Like, oh, that's met this cute. kid today. 
was cute. He had a lot of energy. Oh my god. Right now though, I don't. I'm so tired. Um, wait. This is tired. Girl. I was gonna ask you, uh, how did you even get on? Like, did you, how did you meet Brian? It's, so, I've been in LA for almost three years. Three years in August. This is February. Five years in August. Uh, man, and it's, with every passing year, it's not that, like, life is beating me down, but it really is, like, oh, I see how much time this is going to take. And, like, looking back on the years, like, what mm-hmm. has led me to my point. And I worked for a year and a half at a company where I knew my... Did you know Naomi? Or no. Okay. I know her. I'll only name drop her first name. But she she worked at the company I worked at. And we became friends and knew each other. And she would do my job at Carpool. Okay. She brought me out to Carpool. I met Brian there. Brian liked me enough where he, um, one day when she couldn't be there, she brought me in to be in her position. Oh. And then just, like, the ball kept rolling, and, like, it's it's the classic Hollywood of, like, just do a good job, you'll be brought on to the next one, and, like, just keep going from there. But it's, like, no grand story, just Brian, which mm-hmm. everybody who meets Brian, like, this will be a Brian-centric episode, is, like, he always helps people out, he always becomes friends with them, and he, like... I know, love Brian. Yeah. He's, like... He calls himself my father. I'm like, okay, first of all. It's, yeah, but it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a slow accumulation. It is. And like also what you were saying before, I feel like even Hollywood, like everything, like I'm telling you, like I feel like everything in this city, everyone tries to make you feel like you're not doing enough. Yes. Like no matter how much I tell myself, yeah. like, oh my God, I'm doing enough. Like there'll be always like little spurts of me that I have to always work on to be like, you're doing amazing. Like you're fine. Like. Well, it's, and it's like, no. how many Instagram followers do you have? How many Twitter followers? Like, people would be like, oh, oh people have looks. actually done that. And it's, it's, is that how you're qualifying my life of, like, how popular no. I am online? And then you see, I know other friends who have, like, a lot of followers, and then I, I see, like, oh, man, their life is great, and then I'll talk but to them. But it's also not. No, yeah, and they're like, dude, everything is hard right now, I'm like oh, man, you really can't compare yourself to other people because they're only going to post the good things. And you're going to realize that's not what I want to do, what they're doing. So yeah. it's, it's that weird comparison game. And so you look at Hollywood where it is all just kind of surface level value and you just try to stake out your little bit of happiness until that little bit of happiness becomes super popular and everyone loves you and you get to do whatever you but want. But the thing is that like I, that's why I came out with like, well, my struggles with my book and stuff, but mm-hmm. also like in general with, um, all of the whole like comparing yourself thing Mm -hmm. because especially in Hollywood I feel like comparing yourself and everywhere nowadays Mm -hmm. because I've literally seen people like edit in like their abs like on the metro and I'm like yo like people are comparing themselves to like edited shit it's the most dangerous thing because I think what a lot of people focus on is how do I compare to that person rather than what can I contribute to the piece as a whole and I think a lot of people yeah. aren't focused on being an individual and figuring out, like, what is not being served with what I can bring. And they're just like, oh, that's popular, let me do that. Or they're successful, let me do that. No, what can you do? What can I do? Yeah. But everyone's telling you, no, like, do what that yeah. person's doing. But everybody only really, like, celebrates when you do something new. And it's weird. They're never telling you that, but that's kind of what they want. So when you're just trying to, like compare yourself to everybody it's like i'm not doing that what that person's doing well well of course not you're not that person yeah and this is general this is all like but it's like that weird vibe of you got to learn the basics which is copying everybody before you start innovating and start doing your thing and like what is your personal story that you can bring into it 
And a lot of it's just confidence. Yeah, honestly, like, I, like, really, people think I'm, like, really confident and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> no, in my life, like, you'll, you'll read in my book and I'll be good love for y'all. Um, but, no, literally, I feel like I've had, like, people say, like, fake it till you make it. I feel like that's partly true, but also for me, like, I got confident when I, like, worked on myself. And, mm-hmm. like, it's not, like, because people are like, oh, you'll get confident if you, like, change this. I'm like, what if you were just okay with how you were? Yeah. Like, and, like, I became so okay with how I am, like, in the present that, like, that's what gave me confidence. Mm-hmm. Because when I kept on thinking about, like, oh, when I'm like this, I'll be confident. And it's like, why the fuck are you waiting Yeah, to be confident? It's because, and it's all about habits, and it's yeah. all about lifestyles, and what's easy to change is the surface level thing that everyone's telling you be like that person what's hard to change is what you've used to doing whether it's self-hate whether it's not working out whether it's not taking care of yourself and to start doing that start taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and making those improvements means you got to confront a lot of darker stuff about yourself that isn't fun and that's yeah. that's where the work goes into yeah and i also feel like a lot of those things that like Sometimes, like, those things happen because you're pressured to. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, for example, people are feel pressured to, like, go to the gym because of, like, our world is literally, we live in a, like, appearance-focused world, and we yeah. grew up, like, trained. Like, oh, like, mm-hmm. your family, when you see them, oh, my God, you look fatter, you look skinnier, you look taller, you look short. It's, like, all about your appearances, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, no, no wonder we're, like, yeah. trained like that. And so, mm-hmm. but getting out of that was, like, so hard for me, but, like... Like, what was your experience with that growing up? Because obviously you're, like, straight and like that. Uh, it's, it's, well, and it's funny because, um, I grew up in a very small town in, like... Where'd you grow up again? It's, it's Scottsville, New York in Wheatland, Chilai. Oh, my God. It's you're literally, those, it's okay. literally farmland. It's, when people tell you, yeah. ask you where you're from, what do you say? I, I say New York, and then I have to qualify. Okay, good. Because some people be like, I'm from New York City, and then I'm like, okay, And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, literally middle of nowhere. But, but usually I'm... I have to be like, yeah, I'm from New York, but I was born in Canada, so, like, it makes a lot more things click for people when they find out I'm Canadian. They're like, oh, that's why you act the way you do. I'm like, yeah. Oh, is that why your Instagram name is Pat Canadian? Yeah. Um, I just, and, like, I only... I didn't know that. I only lived in Canada for, like, five to six years before moving to the U.S., but it's such, like, a part of my family's there, and, like, we visited so much, and, like, just that kind of attitude and culture is kind of how I want to live my life, which is just goofball you know like everybody like doesn't really take it too seriously but like growing up in such like a small community and then having to move to LA or like go to college or go through high school like I didn't put enough not even not enough but I didn't really put importance on my um physical appearance but it was I didn't know kind of where I stood in that I was a very skinny kid um in high school because when I was in little story tidbit when I was in middle school I had like really bad ulcers in my stomach Mm -hmm. and they had to uh, wrap my stomach Mm -hmm. which um I was a little chubby kid but wrapping your stomach means you know like your stomach gets smaller you're limited why do they do that it's there's a valve we're gonna get into a little science here um there's a valve at the top of everybody's stomach that stops why do they do that to you well it's the, the valve stops uh acid from coming through mine didn't work so they had to like make a new one oh and so I couldn't eat for a month I lost, okay, like, like, really like, 30 to 40 pounds. That's, like, really bad. Um, I'm, I'm better now. Like, it, it fixed the problem and everything. But, like, I, like, was so skinny. I was a twig throughout, like, all of high school. And it wasn't until, like, college. My roommate was a great guy. Um, was a previous football player. Brought me to the gym. 
and really like he set the, the template in my head of going to the gym is not about achieving a goal of vanity. It's not about doing something to please other people. It is about the very slow progression of how you feel on the inside. And at some point that will be reflected on the outside positively towards you. You have to formulate it from a self goal kind of way and not an outward goal is what he's. I mean, yeah, I guess, but like our world just like kind of um it makes it hard. It does, and yeah. I like will spill some, but no, you can read my book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's in my book, but basically, yeah, like I was a chubby kid as well, but then like people started like talking to me and being my friend when I lost weight. Yeah, like fun. Oh my god, like mm. <laughs> it's no, and it, it's like that's at that point, like I wanted to work out and feel a little bit better about myself, mm -hmm. but it's also never living by that standard of only talking to people because of outward appearance and like finding yeah. a lot of personality and it's you know leading by example because it's just dumb to subjugate people who and i also feel like yeah because you well you grew up in a smaller town i grew up yes. in like new york city yes. yeah so like it's yeah different. It's a lot well, it was kind of, yeah well it was kind of different but also i feel like coming here like everyone like, it's just so, it's like... It's so weird how, like, the importance of... Not only are you going to the gym, but what brand of sweatpants are you wearing? I mean, like, yeah, that's, like, a lot of people... I'm like, you have money, then, like, you, that's, you're worried. Yeah. That's why you're worried about that. And, like, the only reason why I have one pair of Lululemons is because, like, someone gifted it to me. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, like, cool. But, like, I would never go out of my way to, like, go purchase these. No, and I'm broke. that's the benefit of, like, growing up, I think, in a small community where the biggest... Um, tragedies when the tractor breaks down and the traffic has to go around it it's like we don't care that's why like, he has a better mental health you know not, than me. It, no we yeah we'll get into like psychology but we've had some talks where i'm like damn dean's got like some perspectives on the world that i need to start Aww, with. that's good it's, um yeah. that's good that's confident but it's, kind of it is so weird of just how much you can look at a person and think that's the ideal of what people want to be, especially in Hollywood. And then you talk to them for a second and they're like, oh, they're miserable. Oh my God, a lot, that's like literally a lot of people. So why are we trying to go towards that? I mean, well, that's the tea because I feel like they're successful. That's the chai tea. Um, but what was I going to say? Um, let's talk about your book. No, I'm just kidding. Well, so my book just got, um, it was released and it got number one bestseller. Well, new release seller thing. Aww. Um, but thank you to everyone who purchased my ebook for Kindle. Like, basically, I did that as, like, my publisher told me, like, I should, like, just do that. And what's it called? Get, um, Dean's Way Out. I'll link it down below. Um, but basically, it's, like, my life traumas, XYZ, and then, like, how to, like, navigate them. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of a summary of it. But I did the ebook so then, like, I can kind of get my rankings up, get my book known and shown to totally. the world. Because I'm, like, the first, like, that's my first book I've written. And so, paperback is going to be dropped in a month. Woo! Like, March-ish. Oh, that's so... It's so funny to, like... The idea of writing a book to me is so intimidating. Because it's just... And it's, like, a step-by-step -step process that is, simply makes sense of just sitting down, getting your story out, editing it. But, like, just hearing that, oh, yeah, the ebook's coming out, and now the printed version no, in honestly, a month is, like, wow, how no. fancy. Um, first of all, yeah. Like, people are like, oh, my God, what? I'm like, yeah, it wasn't easy, though. Like, I didn't think oh, yeah. for, like, a month and a half. Oh. No, but literally, like, I I feel like you have to be... It was, like, the impulsive part of me, the Sagittarius part of me, where I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm gonna write a fucking book. And then I committed myself to it. Yeah. I was a shook, honestly. Like, okay. No, it's... And you shock yourself with, oh, this is possible. Oh, this is doable. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing this. Yeah, And it's, exactly. it's that you just have to break down those mental barriers, which kind of sounds like the, a theme of your book of just, like, starting at one place and then 
whether internally or externally, like, working towards. Yeah, but it also makes me realize, like, the things in life that I have done mm-hmm. when I'm, like, feeling like I'm not doing enough and, like, oh, yes. like, because um, I feel like even in the realm of the industry we're working in, mm-hmm. in comedy um, yeah. that we're working in, like, that <laughs> you want to, because I want to host my own show one uh. day as well, but, like, kind of have it being, like, where I have a platform, like, yeah, it'd be yeah. great to be this great, like, famous, like, you know, like, talk show host and, like, hosting, like, for a platform. Totally. But, like, I just want a platform that I could change the world. Like, yeah. I want to be able to help people and give back. Like, a lot of my money I'm going to make in the future, like, keep me accountable on this. But, like, also, just <laughs> literally... Like, back to this episode. I want to donate it to mental health yeah. charities and, like, mental health, like, programs for people mm-hmm. because I could not afford that shit. Yeah. When I, like, had to go to residential and rehab, and I was like, I could not afford it. It's like leading by example, and it's, you know, getting into it for the right reasons and hoping that it's maintained throughout the entire trajectory, because I, you know, it's easy for us right now to look at famous people and rich people and be like, why don't they do more of this, but, no, you know, get, it's easy to get lost in the yeah. form, I think... I feel like it is, and also, like, they're probably, like, getting a lot of, like, offers and stuff, but, like, I feel yeah. like they're probably, like, when people, like, lash out in my book, I kind of talk about this, like people, like, do it because they're insecure themselves. Like, they project their own issues onto other people and, like, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Right? So, like... Oh, I like that. Well, I don't, like... Okay, but that doesn't, like, make everything okay, obviously. But did you like, coin that phrase, hurt people hurt people? I don't think so. Because I like that. That's I don't a, think I did, but it's probably everywhere on Google. Um, but I feel like with fame comes, like, responsibility. And yeah. even when I'm, like, famous and stuff, I want to make sure... See when I'm manifesting. Um, when I make it more high in my career... It's like, I'll realize, like, I want to be someone's yes. You know, yeah, because, like, yeah. I've gotten no, so that's, many no's, that's good. though. But the thing about no's is that, like, I've gotten so many no's to the point where it's like, okay, tell me something I don't know. I'm going to just be sad about some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, my rule of thumb is, like, I'm going to be sad. I told you. Like, I'm going to be sad for, like, maximum one day and I'm back to not giving a fuck. Because yeah. it's like, you like if you let that no, like, kind of... Simmer with you like, and, like, or just like, take you over. Yeah, take you over or, like, yeah. even last long. Like, yeah, feel your feelings. I'm not telling you to suppress it because I've been there. But, like, right. I feel like... Make it productive. Yeah, when Change you... Change it. Well, it's not even that. It's, like, a no is a redirection, not a rejection. Uh-huh. It's a redirection for you to... Because that was, like, not meant to be yours in the first yeah. place because what if, like, that led to something else that led to, like, a horrible job? Well, and it's it's the weirdest thing that there's a million people trying to all reach the same goal without kind of realizing that there's a million ways to get there. So if you miss one, there is another. And it's, it, it, so many people lie. I, I don't want to say they're short-sighted, but they associate such value to like short-term goals where it's, no, keep the one in mind. And like mm-hmm. to get there, there's several different milestones and s- several different trajectories it can take to get to that point. So if you lose one step along this way, another like yeah but not also it's not the same because it's like nowadays it's different than like when oprah wanted to be like a talk show yeah host. but also this is the thing don't like kind of compare yourself to people who like have more than i don't know like resource wise and like yeah. just like different standards are like you know like oh yeah it'll like it took like what bradley cooper he, he got like more famous when he was like 40 something oh yeah no and, like yep. some people like came up like after like and we're so young to the point where we have to realize that people Probably, they were probably struggling like us when they were like that. Yeah. But obviously, that shouldn't demotivate you. I think that's no. why you shouldn't be, um, I don't like to use the word should because it's like shooting on yourself, but like yeah. not having this thing where you want to make a like life like or living. Like I think I posted about this today, but 
when you work so hard and then like you don't like reach out to your friend like you just like focus on work so much like okay yeah you'll make it but then you have like no one to share it with and yeah. there's this episode of charm that i watched okay it was the old oh, version of charm no, yeah no, but it was a oh, old episode where literally one of the characters her name is prue and she got like her a look into her future uh-huh. um and she was CEO and she made so much money she had all this like money everyone like was scared of her like she was like the biggest in her company she wasn't talking to her sisters she had no friends she had no husband she had no kids like she was alone yeah it's and right now even at my young age even though it is and it's like everybody calls me a baby and I'm like I'm not a baby but even as I look towards the end goal of where I want to be I can right now say, well, I want, I, I want to get there and look back and not regret how I got there and what I lost along the way. And regardless if that makes it take longer, regardless if I have to adjust course for the sake of, you know, being happier, I feel like a lot of people are willing to cut that out first for the sake of success and cut that out for the sake of that end goal. And, you know, it is like, do you want to look back and kind of see the trail of tears you left along the way yeah. to get there it's it's a it's a tough city it's a tough industry and like what we work in but it's you know it's a trial by fire that i think everybody goes through to like understand the responsibility and the consequences of success and i think the people who understand it the best are the ones that can maintain mm-hmm. the best attitude through it yeah and it's just yeah. people around you that lift you up and just kind of weeding out the negative energy yeah because now i've gotten like whenever i feel negative energy i'm like canceled yeah. Yeah, well, just, I, I don't want that a part of my life. Like, I just, like, I feel like I really, like, sometimes, like, I am hard on myself enough. I, like, do not need other people to be that, like, negative towards me. I'm, like, honey, first of all. <laughs> Listen, you uh, are contributing to a yeah, pot I have nothing yeah. to do with. Yeah. Um, so, to end this episode, uh, what is one piece of advice I feel like you would give to my listeners? Oh, Or people in goodness. general, I guess. Um, no, this one would be just for your listeners. Um, my I've... one listener. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's going to be two. Uh, I think it is, I kind of like what you took said about just taking a negative and making a different direction, but I'll, I'll do something different for the sake of it's plagiarism. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, it's okay to fail. And like, I think it's, even if it's like taking a step back, I think it is so valuable to make mistakes. And I think so often we're trying to be perfect and so often we're trying to get ahead of mistakes and it's good. You want to be forward thinking. You want to be productive, and you want to make sure you're doing the best job you can. Mm-hmm. But failure is an opportunity to expand and grow. And I think if you fail multiple times at the same thing, that is a little more introspection you need to have. But I think failure overall is a very positive thing that a lot of people are scared to, um, you know, take into their lives. Not saying you should try to fail, but. If something goes wrong or you lose something or, you know, whether it's a big life event, a job or something creative or productive, it's, it's hard to maintain the mentality of next time because it feels like the last time and it's not. And it's, it's always a moment for you to take this super valuable experience and knowledge and then crystallize it to something beautiful next time. And I think, yeah, accepting failure a lot more because... You're gonna. Yeah, and failures, it's like, that's what makes you grow and makes you stronger. Um, Wow. That was, like, a very wise, a long, wise answer in a good way. Like, um, 
but yeah, thank you so much for watching slash listening. Um, and make sure to follow Pat. What is your Instagram? My Instagram is Pat the Canadian, all one word. And what just got premiered on a really high uh, YouTube? So my new short film, So, which is a horror movie, S-E-W, um, that we I made with a bunch of friends last year. We just released it in January mm -hmm. on Vimeo. But um, this today, as this is being recorded as of like three hours ago, uh, Crypt TV, which is like a YouTube channel slash website slash aggregator of uh, horror content, they make their own kind of like short films or like they promote films and everything. Mm -hmm. um, they have now premiered my short film on their YouTube channel and on their social media. It's at about like 15,000 views now, which I'm like super pumped for, which is because it's the most that anything I've made has been watched. Um, but I'm super proud of the film. I'm excited that more people get to see it. It's great. I want to watch yeah. it right after. Because no. he was telling me about it and I was like shook. And I was like, oh my God, no. that's great. Um, but yeah. Cool. Check it out. I'll leave the link down below, his Instagram down below, um, in the description, whatever. But thank you all, and make sure to follow me at Pretty Gaysick, um, for my podcast on Instagram, and at Dean W. Lynn, um, for my personal Instagram. Um, check out my website, prettygaysick.com, and I'm just telling them my own yeah. website, yeah, DeanWLynn.com. Um, and yeah, if you want to pre-order my ebook, it is going to be down below. Um, it's going to be on Amazon, Dean's Way Out. Just kidding. I can't do hand signals. It's just not. Oh, no, I'm just typing. This oh, is no. Like, that's First all I of all. I'm just kidding. I'm like, don't do that. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, this is a great ad. No, this is, this is um, great. No, I'm just kidding. I just keep on saying I'm kidding, and then I'm like, mm, in okay. reality, he's staring down right. at me. Over and out. Um, thank Pat for being here. Thank you. And we will see you next time. He'll be in another episode when he's like famous and on the way. Okay. <laughs> Peace.